0: As we begin, I'd like to acknowledge the Pogue Nation and the Tewa-speaking peoples of Northern New Mexico from where this broadcast is coming from. I deeply value, honor, and acknowledge the elders, past, present, and emerging. Hey everyone, welcome to the Mongata Podcast, hosted by me, Valerie Buder a certified sound therapist as well as a healing coach and life design mentor. I work with clients every single day to help them uncover the answers to the big questions. How do I heal? How do I feel better about my life? Who am I? What's my purpose? And what do I do next? I also help them transition from all the shoulds in life and make living vibrantly a priority by living their life design and who they really are. It's time to be more you, so sit back, relax, and grab your journal, because you're going to want to take notes. Let's get to it. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Mongata Podcast, where change does begin within. I am Valerie Boudier, your host, and I am thrilled that you are here. Can you believe it? We have made it to week six of the Emotional Fast series. This is our final week, and I just want to share that it's going to be a week of celebration. So, in lieu of transforming an emotion or a habit into something else, we are actually going to sit right where we're at and look at the journey we've taken over the last five weeks. And then talk about where we are and the very next steps that we're going to take together. So before we get started in all that, let's open our circle. And I just want to bring into attention and awareness that wherever you're listening to this from, be that your house, your car, the Stairmaster, taking a walk or run, wherever you're at, that actually we're not alone. We are all in this together. We are a circle. And so we are going to open today with our sounding bell and then getting in a place, if you can, where you can sit back. We are going to open with what I call the greatness breathwork. We're going to acknowledge ourselves as great and then imagining that one of our circle members and circle mates is sitting one on your right and one on your left and acknowledging them. And then we are going to acknowledge ourselves as the wonderful, inspiring circle that we are. So let's go ahead and sit back. And taking a nice inhale through the nose and a nice long exhale out through the mouth. And inviting you to gently close your eyes if that feels good to you. And we are going to do the continual conscious breathing pattern this morning, or today I should say, of inhaling nice and long through the nose. Exhaling nice and long out through the mouth. And you can hear that sigh just a little bit. So breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth. And just taking a few of those breaths, letting your body sink into the chair, or the couch, or the bed. And feeling where there's tension in your body and letting that relax. And getting a beautiful, long rhythm to your breath. And on your next inhale, I want you to say to yourself, I am great. And as you exhale, say, I am great. And your next inhale, envisioning the circle mate on your right and saying, you are great. Exhaling and telling that member, you are great. Now envisioning the circle mate on your left hand side. And as you inhale, say, you are great. And exhaling, again reminding them, you are great. On your next inhale, saying, together, we are great. And exhaling, saying, we are great. This community is wonderful and we are great. And now your last inhale, reminding yourself once again, I am great. And exhaling, don't forget now, say, I am great. And just sitting with those feelings of greatness as a person, as your colleagues and comrades in greatness, and then the entirety of our community that we are so great just right where we are. And coming back now to a regular breathing pattern and inviting you to open your eyes as we set forward on our path. So over the last five weeks, um, we have been on our own little road to greatness. Um, And so I thought it would be really good to just kind of look at where we've been over the last five weeks. So our first week together, we became aware of what we consume, such as social media, the 24 seven news cycle, what we're reading on our phones, what we're streaming on our televisions, you know, what technology do we consume? So we brought awareness um, around what we're consuming. And we had this invitation to embrace the experiment of seeing things differently over the last six weeks and choosing to do the experiment of fasting from habits and emotions that really don't serve us well and deciding what behaviors we were going to look at. And I suggested that we choose one for that first week and decide how we were going to interact with that differently. Week two, we transformed multitasking into presence. And we were asking ourselves the question, what are we missing by trying to do it all? And in that podcast episode, there were a lot of journaling questions that really helped open up the topic so that we could walk the road to experiencing presence in week two. In week three, we transform lack mentality into fullness. And I used the example, the Swedish example of logum, which means enough. It doesn't mean just getting by. And it also doesn't mean obscenity of um, overindulgence. It means this beautiful balance of having everything you need and being in that fullness and in that abundance and the small dose and steps that it took to get to that place. Week four, we transformed holding it all together and being vulnerable so we can lead fuller, more connected lives with our loved ones, our friends, colleagues, but most importantly with ourselves. And then last week, week five, we took a look at our need to plan everything, the hyper organizer and think of everything and wanting to make everything just so, so nobody's unhappy. It's just perfect. And I put a label on that and we really looked at what it means to live with high functioning anxiety and we experimented and embraced about that. Just letting things unfold, and what that organic process would look and feel like. So over the last few weeks, and you can find all of those episodes on our podcast page at mangata.org. But also, you can find them like in um, Apple Podcasts and the iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. So there's so many distributors of those and you will find the Mongata podcast there. So all of us have shown up here the past few weeks on our road to greatness. Each one of us, you know, is great and we're just getting better all the time. So it's absolutely your time to thrive and you're absolutely ready for this next step. And that's why celebrating today is so important. We can always look at things that are wrong and our brains are wired to find the negative before the positive. But it's really important that we take this moment to just kind of relish in the small steps we've taken over the last few weeks, the small steps of possibility and celebrate what we've done so far. So, what are the next steps uh, from our transformation? And I want to just mention uh, that the next first step is bringing things into awareness, and that was a great part of what we've done over the last five weeks. So, at Mangata Healing Center here in Santa Fe, we begin each healing circle um, with an awareness exercise and is why we do this is when um, we feel anxiety of any kind or unsureness, or we don't feel quite sure, or even to the point of unsafety, there's a physiological thing that actually happens in our body. And that is our eyes move forward. And that signals the brain that it's not quite sure it's safe. In fact, it might not be safe at all. So when we come into awareness, we actually calm the brain down, move the eyes back into the head by telling the brain, we're going to look out what's in front of us. Oh, all is well. And then we go behind us and I'll say something like, feel the energy next to your body. And then let's move that out two feet, five feet to the wall outside, to the horizon, and beyond. And I do that for each direction. So then we would go to the right-hand side and go all the way uh, to the horizon and beyond, and then to the left-hand side. Of course, we do it um, above ourselves and to infinity and beyond. If your brain needs to go all the way out to space to make sure it's safe, you get to do that. And then grounding into the earth and feeling what's below us and anchoring in. And then lastly, coming to the heart and centering in that space. And just by doing that little exercise, it tells our brain, all is well in the realm and you can proceed, you are safe. And our eyes literally go back into our head and the brain goes, yep, all's good. It's all good over there. Um, so our brain is safe and then when we are in that safety, the next part that I ask is what's coming up for you emotionally and just sit with that because you're in a safe space that you have created and to just sit with whatever emotions are coming up for you. And you may want to journal about those. Um, and by journaling, it lets us release them um, and just look at them, not attaching to them, not judging them, just having an awareness that those emotions exist. So then, after awareness comes attention. And so, what we've learned in our emotional fast experiment over the last few weeks is that our mindset is what creates the life we're currently living. And today I'm going to quote the Buddha. And he said, our life is shaped by our mind, what we think we become. So one of the movement practices that I love above anything else is Qigong. And this is an ancient moving tradition that's about 5,000 years old. So very well established. And we have this saying in Qigong that energy follows thought. So what you're thinking, that's where your energy is going to go. And when I was training to become a sound therapist, we had this saying, not too far off from that, energy goes where attention flows. So if we want to ask ourselves, so how did we get here? How did we get in this space we're in and the things that we're wanting to change and unfold and develop? And I will tell you every time it's your mind. It's what you're thinking. So today's episode's called why your thoughts matter and why, why, what you think matters. So your thoughts, let's really break it down now. How did you get here? So your thoughts shape your reality, especially the chatter that goes on inside your head that constant chatter, your emotions. So those thoughts create an emotion and your feelings are intimately connected to your thoughts in your body. Your thoughts create an emotion and a chemical response in your body. And then from that response, you get behaviors. So your actions bring the internal mindset and chemistry, I'm going to add, to life as you live it out in the physical world, even to infinity and beyond your physical universe. So a behavior is is created from the thoughts you think and the emotions you feel. And so today I am going to do a little dramatic reading from my own book, called Thrive, Living a Self-Healed Life. You can find a link to that in the show notes of this podcast. Um, But I really, I put this um, idea of how we create the reality we're in by what we're thinking. So I say in my book, Thrive, with each different thought, your brain circuits connect corresponding patterns and sequences in various combinations that produce chemicals in the body equal to those thoughts. These chemicals are made to match your thoughts precisely to the way you were thinking. This is on a loop. As the body begins to feel the chemicals the brain is producing, it loops back to communicate with the brain how it's feeling in that moment. And the brain creates more chemicals to keep that feeling going. Your mind will create more thoughts that produce more chemicals and so on. We feel the way we think and then think the way we feel. This continual loop is called your state of being. So to see things differently, we first have to Think things differently, to feel things differently, to create a different chemical reaction in our body. And a lot of the things we have been doing over the last five weeks is creating new neural pathways in our brain, therefore creating new chemical responses in our body. And it starts in very small steps, small actionable steps filled with infinite possibility of what can unfold for you. So Wayne Dyer, I loved Dr. Wayne Dyer. Our intention creates our reality, he said. And he was like the king of setting intentions. I had the great honor of being in a few courses with him in Chicago many years ago, but um, his teachings have really stuck with me in the time we shared together. So tapping into the power of intention is your absolute birthright, but there are a few key practices that you can develop that will help you cultivate this energy with inside yourself. So here are just a few invitations to the next step. So if we have awareness of what we're feeling inside, and now we have our attention, knowing that whatever we think produces an energy or a chemical reaction in our body. So then the power of intention is to very clearly define where you're going to put your thoughts and where you're going to put your energy. So just as we've done in this series, I invite you to continue to ask yourself brave and curious questions. When you ask curious, courageous questions, you begin to shift to see what other perspectives exist and what's possible. It's the first step into seeing things differently. And I really believe that's one of the most important steps to not only healing, but co-creating the life that each one of us optimally wants to live. Number two, give yourself permission. Give yourself permission to feel, to accept anything that is presenting itself to you, and how you feel about it, giving yourself permission to explore, discover, and dream about living a different possibility. Wake up each and every day, giving yourself the permission to walk through the door of self-discovery. So then if you're giving yourself permission, the next step is you have to go all in when you're ready to shift in your life, give all of yourself to it. You're all in. Um, Not just when you have time and not just when you remember, but literally make a commitment to yourself and tell yourself, I'm all in. Um, So make that commitment to yourself, to your healing, to your unfolding and go all in a hundred percent in but remember that we don't walk this road alone. And so I think it's really important, and we've mentioned this in the past five weeks as well, bring in support. We, do, we cannot do it alone, and um, the best healing is done in community, but also the best creating can be done in community. So we were meant to heal in community, become great in community, create your team, the team that supports you best. So, what what would that look like? So you might have a personal coach, you might have a workout coach. Um maybe you're really working on uncovering some subconscious issues that really are controlling your life. So, um different modalities of therapy and maybe even talk therapy would be somebody you would want on your team. Um, Also then the self-care modalities, like who do you meditate with or do you meditate alone? Do you have somebody guiding those meditations? What about a massage therapist? Or where do you move? Do you do qigong, yoga, tai chi, um, any of those body mind uh, modalities of movement? And then what about breath work? So creating a team and really call them that. What facets of your life do you need a team in and creating the team that works well for you to make sure that we take inspired action and keep taking those small steps of possibilities. Put it on the calendar. Let's schedule it in. So schedule in your commitment to yourself in your calendar. Put yourself first, even on your most selfish day. I promise you, you will not even trigger the selfish meter. And so we oftentimes have this thing in our head that, oh, if I put myself first, I'm being selfish. What will people think? Will the world stop revolving? Uh, I'll let people down. They'll be disappointed in me. But I have found that when I put myself first, um, that I actually have more to give to others. I'm also better at setting boundaries and I don't feel like I'm failing all the time. Like, Oh, after I do this, then I can go work out or after I do X, Y, Z, then I can, um, you know, go for a massage or meditate. But when I put myself first in the things that really must happen for me every single day, and yes, that might mean waking up really early some days, Um, I just go through my day from a better place, um, more expanded and grounded. So just inviting you to look at that about scheduling it in. And I promise you there is time for everything, but you yourself and you are the most important thing taking you through your life. So really schedule it in and put it first. And lastly, and we talked a, a bit about this earlier, it's time to celebrate. Um, it all comes down to resting in this reality that you are enough, that being your authentic self, no matter the result is something always to celebrate, even, even if it looks like a hot mess. So in coming to the close of the emotional fast series, It is my great wish that you have seen things differently, that you have been able to embrace some new tools to stand in your self-worth and your authentic self and knowing that you have everything inside of you that you are needing to heal, to unfold, and to move forward. And so sadly, kind of, We are closing our first ever series, the emotional fast, but please know that on um, Sunday, the meditation to this episode, it's a beautiful meditation about being the mountain. So just being that strong presence in your life and experiencing that through the meditation um, is coming up for you. And then our new series, Becoming Great, will start the next week. And I'm looking forward to sharing the next part of the journey with you. If you're enjoying our podcast, please feel free to leave um, a comment um, either on Apple podcast or wherever you listen to your podcast to. If you really, really like it, please recommend it to family, friends, and colleagues. And as always, until we meet next time, go forth and be marvelous. I'll see you soon.